listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink and stay a while. Hey friend. Hey friend. So before we get started with today's topic, we just wanted to make sure you know about our next book club selection. We will be reading How to Stop Time by Matt Haig. So our Girl Next Door book club episode will air March 13th. Plenty of time to grab that book and read along with us. So on today's show, we are talking all about behavior. Oh boy. Specifically that of our children. Our children. Um, and maybe ours as a result. That's so right. <laughs> how we handle discipline, some parenting wins and struggles lately, and maybe some resources we found helpful. This is a solidarity episode, friends. Slash maybe cry for help. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we are in this together. So, okay, for the new listeners to just kind of give an update, let's start with maybe a general reminder of how old our kids are and kind of where they're at developmentally, what stages we're in. Okay, so I have two boys. Uh, Dashiell Dash is my oldest. He is five, but soon to be six. And then I have Cedric, who is newly four. So Dash is in kindergarten right now. He, I would say he loves to be independent, Mm -hmm. which is definitely part of getting older, but just that is part of his personality. Mm -hmm. He really takes pride in just that independence. Mm -hmm. Um, He so far ever since preschool and since he started kindergarten is just a model student. And so I think loves following the rules, Mm -hmm. takes pride in that Mm -hmm. in certain situations. (laughs) Um, And the other thing about him, he just, he really does have such a kind, nurturing, loving heart. Mm. Just so, so sweet. Mm -hmm. Um, What, what can really frustrate him is when he can't have his way. Mm -hmm. It just in certain situations, um, sometimes he's able to just go with the flow and be cooperative. But when he gets in his mind, he wants a certain thing or he wants it a certain way. That's just really hard for him. And then it can take him a really long time to get over something. Okay. Um, so Cedric is in preschool and he's just always been pretty easygoing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's getting to the point where he's able to be more independent. Like he can fully get himself dressed and undressed mm-hmm. now, but he does just need some reminders or want, you know, want some help mm-hmm. along the way, but he doesn't tend to turn that kind of stuff into power struggles, That's which good. is more something that we saw with uh-huh. Dash at that age. Um, what's kind of interesting about Cedric is he can, when he gets frustrated about something or mad about something, he will like flare up about it and it'll, like be really hard, mm-hmm. but he gets over things much faster. Like hot and fast. And yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I definitely am feeling like I need kind of different tactics mm-hmm. to approach their different behavior. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I have that totally sorted yet. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is kind of, yeah, just kind of where I am, but the kind of the differences that I'm noticing. Okay. okay. So I have two girls. Vanessa is seven and Julia is five. Um, they are in first grade and kindergarten. So I will say we are entering kind of this sweet spot of Mm -hmm. we're done with the toddler preschool, Mm -hmm. like super intense amounts of development, lots Mm -hmm. of power struggles, Mm -hmm. you know, just all of the toddlerness, right? We are definitely, and where there's no logic. Yes. We are definitely into big kid status Mm -hmm. now, I think fully. Um, but with that comes some big kid sass Mm -hmm. developing and some big kid attitude, Mm -hmm. but I'm trying to stay very aware of the fact that I'm kind of in the sweet spot right now. Mm, Like teenage years will come along. Not that there's not hard bumps on the road along the way, but to really appreciate the ages that they're at Mm -hmm. where they're still little and fun Mm -hmm. and cute, but 
are very independent and mm. taking care of things themselves and mm -hmm. it's not so physically exhausting anymore mm -hmm. and not some not so many of the illogical power struggles right um I would say the nice thing is they're just taking so much more responsibility mm -hmm. for themselves. And I think um, Vanessa's personality is that of being very responsible. Mm -hmm. Again, model student. Mm -hmm. I have kind of similar dynamics going on in my house. So mm -hmm. model student, very sensitive, very thoughtful. Mm -hmm. um, but with that too comes, I think, a lot of, she's very aware of what everybody thinks all the mm -hmm. time and very she's very easily influenced, mm -hmm. I think, mm -hmm. by outside influences. Mm -hmm. so, she's, so there's some of the attitude coming home, mm -hmm. some of that kind of stuff. Um, Julia's kind of the opposite in that way where she she will definitely let you know when she does not like something. Mm -hmm. She is very, she has plenty of her own sass, but it is, it's more like Cedric where mm -hmm. it flares up and then she's over it and mm -hmm. she gives you a big hug and mm -hmm. we move along. Right. And it's not this like long drawn, drawn out. out drama. She's not about the drama. I will gotcha. say that. Mm -hmm. Julia handles it. Mm -hmm. and it's done she's also extremely confident mm. uh, like she <laughs> so awesome it, it is so awesome and I I tell myself that every day even yeah. when she's using it against <laughs> right. me but usually she's really not usually it's like okay I now that she's out of the toddler like I do it myself I know I know I you know doesn't want to be told anything right. she really uses it mostly for good mm -hmm. for making friends and for just like she is not scared of anything mm -hmm. and it's really cool, which is awesome too, because I feel like as a parent with behaviors, even she will, she's just confident in herself that we can have a conversation about her behavior and it doesn't turn into this long drawn out, like I need to cry about it. I need mm -hmm. to go in my room. I need to feel sad about mm -hmm. it. But it's mm -hmm. just like, okay, well, mom and dad will get over it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So she does quickly then too, which is uh -huh. kind of nice. Uh -huh. Okay. So what would you say is kind of, it's a big question, but what would you say is your general discipline slash behavior management philosophy as a parent, or maybe what you'd aspire for it to mostly be? Yes. <laughs> I thought this was just a great question to reflect on. I don't know if sometimes there is the time to stop yeah. and think what is kind of, Instead my, of just over, reacting, yeah, right? my overarching mm -hmm. philosophy. So what I came up with was I hope that I am and aspire to be lovingly firm. Mm -hmm. I I see rules and discipline as serving the purpose of teaching our kids to be good humans mm -hmm. and functioning adults. Um, our role is not to make them happy all the time, right. to like be right. serving their happiness and their needs all the time. Um, I also see boundaries and consequences as an expression of love. Mm -hmm. Those are really comforting to kids. They mm -hmm. really need those boundaries and rules. Part of their job as kids is to be constantly testing those yes. boundaries, yes. but they need to know that they are there. And I think also so important to show them that no matter what you do or say, I'm still going to love you even yeah. after you've broken this boundary right. and had these consequences right. over and over and that over those two again. things can happen at the same time. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And I can't remember now where I read this. It maybe was on the unruffled podcast, which is really more focused on toddler behavior. I'm not mm -hmm. finding it to be as applicable now mm -hmm. that my boys are older or it might, might have been in a parenting book, um, but said that showing our kids that we accept their apologies and forgive them and that we, welcome them with mm -hmm. love and open arms is one of the most important aspects of showing them that we love them. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I remember that mm -hmm. when I'm needing to implement a consequence, mm -hmm. you know, that this isn't damaging our relationship. This right. is really strengthening it. And right. when I show them, yep, you did something wrong or you were unkind, but look, I still love you. Mm -hmm. We're over it. Let's, mm -hmm. you know, move on. Mm -hmm. So 
Okay. What about you? Yeah, I think overall, um, I definitely, I just think our job is to raise confident, kind, and capable mm-hmm. humans. Mm-hmm. Like we're not raising kids, we're raising adults, right? right? One yeah. day. And so understanding that they are going to test all of the things, they're mm. going to try all the things, but then that this is the time to teach them otherwise, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we forget because it's like, well, they're kids. This is how a two-year-old acts mm-hmm. or this is how, and yes, I think that perspective is important, but I think remembering the end goal mm-hmm. and that this is the time for all mm-hmm. that. This is the time to learn and make mistakes mm-hmm. at a very low stakes right. moment, mm-hmm. right? Where they are shown that love. Um, I think we're pretty clear in our house uh, that we're in charge. Mm. I, I definitely probably more so than Jeremiah. <laughs> I'm the bad cop, but we, it's just very clear that we are the grown ups and they are not. Mm-hmm. Um, and that we're raising you to be good ones, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and try to do that in a loving way, but yeah. sometimes it comes down to like, I'm the grown up, right. Pulling that Trump card, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and I think that's okay. I think that calm and loving but firm is so important. Mm-hmm. I think that the firm side comes easier for me than the mm-hmm. calm side mm-hmm. sometimes. So we're definitely working on that. Mm-hmm. But we, as the girls are old enough now to really understand rules. Yeah. And, and I think this can really change um, based on what you're seeing that like your kids need to work on, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have to definitely decide what your deal breakers are as parents right. and have some talks between you, you know, but then also to from that say, okay, but these are the things we're really working on as a family. These are our values. And so we have basically three rules. We are respectful Mm -hmm. and the girls can recite these. Like Mm -hmm. if we say, what does respectful mean? It means we treat others the way we wanted to be treated. Mm -hmm. So that covers kindness Mm -hmm. that covers, you know, respecting us. If they don't like something that we've told them to do, it covers a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, We are honest, which means we tell the truth and that we do the right thing even when nobody is watching, mm. which is a huge part of honesty. Mm-hmm. And some of us struggle right. with that in my family. <laughs> um, and we are responsible. So we take care of ourselves and our things and we make good choices. Mm. So that that for my age level right now seems to be working really well mm-hmm. and kind of what we're working on in our house. Mm-hmm. So how did you come up with those? Was that from classroom or you and Jeremiah talked about it and decided on those? Yeah, how did you some kinda... of it was definitely classroom like that that we I always as a teacher especially of younger kids had rules that Mm -hmm. we that they could articulate gotcha and that it would always point back to that if they were sent to a timeout or had you know a talk about a behavior it would always say okay well what is our rule about Mm -hmm. that so it's not just this arbitrary like right I just didn't like that you did that Mm -hmm. you know they're starting to connect we don't do that because it's not respectful Mm -hmm. and they would have to tell me that Mm -hmm. even in the classroom before they would come back and join us Mm -hmm. you know and I'd say something like oh we missed you so much I'm glad you're ready to join us again Mm -hmm. and but before that they would have to like have that little talk with Mm -hmm. me so we kind of do that same thing with the girls um I and then I think yeah we've had some talks about like okay we just seem to be on them about everything Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. they're just kind of at an annoying age, but whatever it would be. Mm-hmm. And then we'd say, okay, what are we like? What are our deal breakers? Right. Like what, right. you know, if it's sister bickering, mm-hmm. is it really like not, res- you know, like where does it cross the line? Right. If it's not respectful, turns into hitting, turns right. into whatever. Like right. just trying to like outline for ourselves mm-hmm. the hills that we want to die on right. kind of thing. Right. And I think if you never articulate that, it becomes very hard because mm-hmm. some of you, you may have differences of opinions even and mm-hmm. what is important and what is not. Mm-hmm. At one point, our another rule was be brave because mm-hmm. when we first got the girls, we had to work really hard on like confidence and bravery. Mm-hmm. Clearly, we did a good job with Julia yeah, <laughs> because she is not afraid of anything, yeah. but they wouldn't try anything or gotcha. they wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, so it just kind of depends on what mm-hmm. you need to yeah. work on. Yeah, I like that. 
Um, okay, so what are some wins lately for you? Let's start with the good stuff. Okay. What do you feel like you are doing really well in the discipline department and and kind of why that's working? Okay, so we implemented, I implemented some sticker charts mm-hmm. a few months ago. And what was kind of funny, I had been thinking that that could be a useful tool in our house. Um, but I was moved to action on one particular day. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was after school or after many preschool. Has yes. been. And I cannot even remember exactly what they were doing, but I was just like, get your shoes on. We are going right now. And like picking up, we the needed sticker charts right then. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it actually ended up being great. I, like it was great to have them involved in that, but it felt so good to just have an action to take. Yes. I think what can be so difficult, which what I find so hard is when I'm in situations and I feel like I don't know what to do. I don't feel like I have any tools. Mm-hmm. Like I don't mm-hmm. know the right answer to this. So anyway, um, so I kind of remember it as being very satisfying because I was able to calmly just get in the car yeah. like we're dealing with this. We went to a teacher supply store mm-hmm. and got these packs of little sticker charts, um, just had tons in there. So I've got plenty and it's just a little path of like 20 stickers. Mm-hmm. They each are on, on magnets on the fridge. They each have a different one mm-hmm. and it's just whenever we catch them doing something good, something kind. Mm -hmm. It might be that they got dressed without us asking, Mm -hmm. you know, get a sticker for that. Mm -hmm. Or they're just playing so nicely together, or we see them sharing really well. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just kind of for rewarding pot, like positively rewarding behavior, which I like the approach of really praising the behavior you want to see Mm -hmm. and as much as possible, ignoring Mm -hmm. the behavior that Mm -hmm. you don't want to see. So anyway, that just gives us a tangible way to do that. It helps you remember to be looking for those Mm -hmm. things too, right? Yeah, exactly. And I like it too, because you can kind of just tailor it to what they need at that time. Yeah. You know, if they're kind of needing a lot of positive reinforcement about sharing or playing well or getting mm-hmm. dressed, you can kind of be rewarding that behavior mm-hmm. more. Um, so anyway, I, and when they fill it up, they'll get some kind of reward. Sometimes I'll get them like a little toy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they get to pick having a donut or ice cream date, like one-on-one with right. me and Chris. It right. just, I don't know. It's just been, I it's just that. been nice. Kind of like just an in the background thing we kind of have I going love that on. as like a real flexible yes. parent friendly tool yes, because I think totally sometimes it, if it's not something you can stick to it's just mm-hmm. it's not helpful anymore yes it's still all in your control you right. can if someone's having a rough day you mm-hmm. can really praise mm-hmm. the good stuff mm-hmm. like exactly. I think that that's great and I had looked at other sticker charts online and some of them were just you know a sticker for getting dressed in the morning, a sticker for this. And my boys just aren't at that point. I think that would end up me just nagging them and they would not be getting all those stickers. So I just, I love the flexibility of this. Um, So another thing that I feel like is going okay, um, that maybe we're kind of working on, but I think maybe we've made some progress is just having a consequence of if it's some of those deal breaker behaviors, Mm -hmm. they get a timer and they have some time in their room. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess it's kind of like a timeout. We don't call it a timeout. Mm -hmm. I didn't ever find that as toddlers, timeout was an effective Mm -hmm. strategy for us. So we didn't really do that. But I have just been feeling with some of their behavior. Sometimes it's just behavior where it's like, that's not well, you're, that behavior is not welcome here. Behavior is not welcome. Uh And so you are not welcome. Like, to mm-hmm. be with us right now. You need some some time apart. Um, so also, I think at the teacher supply store, I got those little sand timers and mm-hmm. there's probably a one minute, a three minute and a five minute. Mm-hmm. 
And so, you know, depending on the kiddo, I can hand them one of those. Mm -hmm. I will say that had it was more effective at the beginning. And now I feel like there's been a revolt against the timer. Screw this timer. (laughs) So I might need to take a little break or just kind of reassess how we're, how we're using it. But I like the idea of it. I like at least for younger kids, just having a tangible, Mm -hmm. like you can be done when this is over. Mm -hmm. They can kind of watch it. Maybe that helps them kind of zone out, Mm -hmm. maybe feel like they have a little control. And then I also like anything that I can do where I remove myself Kind, mm, like it, mm-hmm. kind of a little bit more objective. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just when I say it's right. It's you know, the timer's in charge, and, and you're yeah. in charge of that. Yeah. You flip it over and you watch it. So that's going okay. Um, something I have definitely been working on. I think as of last year, and just kind of as behaviors developed and they get you know bigger with kind of bigger emotions, is just trying to keep myself as calm as mm-hmm. possible. So and hard with the I big do, emotions. yeah, I do a better job at that sometimes right. than others. Right. Um, but staying calm and trying to ignore those little things, kind of mm-hmm. like you said, like my boys can definitely, they'll be wrestling and they're kind of getting into bickering kind of. Mm-hmm. And I just try to just wait mm-hmm. and just kind of see where it goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, for a couple of reasons, like one, because then I feel like sometimes if I start getting involved and in trying to correct that almost escalates it, yeah. you know, then they want yeah. that attention. Um, but they also just need to figure out how to, Mm -hmm. how to, like, if, if you are annoying your brother in that way, Mm -hmm. what's his reaction going to be? You, you need to learn that. Siblings are real great for teaching each other to not be annoying. Yeah. They're kind of at the age now where they're Mm -hmm. like big enough that they need to figure that out. Nobody's like going to seriously hurt anybody else for the most part. Yes, exactly. So, um, and then something else that I sometimes do, um, that I think maybe, I can't remember now the parenting book that I read it in or a blog or something, but is putting toys in timeout that Mm. are causing an issue Mm -hmm. where if they can't figure out how to Mm -hmm. share something or take turns, then I'll say, you know, there's two boys, there's just the one truck. And if you're not able to figure out how to share this, then then the truck is causing too many problems. It's going to go in timeout. Mm -hmm. So again, the truck's fault. Exactly. And so that again, like trying to like kind of like, put that a consequence in an objective way. Uh-huh. Um, I and just back on them to solve their mm-hmm. problem, give them a chance to solve it. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, I like that. So yeah. And I think maybe the one other thing I will say is um, making sure that consequences of negative behavior are known ahead of time. Mm-hmm. I think there's just some things that that we've gone through enough in our family, they already know, but then sometimes it'll be kind of an in the moment and I'm needing to kind of do something on the fly and making sure that I say, um, you know, if you're not able to get dressed now, this will be the Mm -hmm. consequence instead of, because I think it can be, we've already asked them a few times. We're really frustrated. Mm -hmm. And then we'll just be like, okay, this is the consequence. And then, you know, when I think about it, if, if that isn't a standard consequence or they really right. didn't know, even if it would have been the same outcome, right. it just seems more fair mm-hmm. that it's like, just so you know, this will happen. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of get that practice of, and I will follow through. Yeah. It show. I think that that's super important. Like showing them like, Hey, I'm I'm saying this now because mm-hmm. they will test it then. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just to see. exactly. And so you being able to then follow through on that gives mm-hmm. another 
another example of that to them right. that like I mean what I say uh-huh. and it's going to happen exactly yeah. exactly okay what about you what's go what's going um, well well I will say like I was saying earlier I feel like the independence factor mm-hmm. and the routines are going very well mm-hmm. there's really not power struggles over those kinds mm-hmm. of things anymore and That's I just nice. I do feel really good about um how I've just made routines and taking care of yourself and your things like a part of our family. Mm -hmm. Like I, it's just kind of been from day one. And I do think that's one thing that translated nicely from teaching Mm -hmm. um, just because you have to with Mm -hmm. 25 kids. So that, that is going really well. Um, We did find some bedtime drama with Mm -hmm. Vanessa in particular for a while there where she was kind of not, not that she didn't want to go to bed. She would get into bed perfectly Mm -hmm. fine. We were tucking in, doing all the things, and she would create something to be upset about or play a little game of, like, not giving a hug. But then, like, when we Mm. just kissed her on the forehead and said, okay, good night, then she'd be like, I want a hug and Mm. turn it into a whole big thing. Mm -hmm. And she's seven. So we had been past that for a while. So Mm -hmm. it was like she was clearly Mm -hmm. concocting this for a Mm -hmm. reason. And so, you know, we talked about it because we were literally ending almost every night oh. with her in tears, closing the door because it's bedtime. We're not it doing this so anymore. It is so hard when all of these Ugh. emotions and feelings come yes. out right as like, yeah. you see your, your clocking out is in sight. Right. And then suddenly it's like, oh gosh. Right. And so it's not much. like she would ask us a question about adoption or ask us some, it was just, right. she was like picking fights basically right. before yes. bed every night. And yes. it's like we are not going to give negative attention for this every right. single night. So it was always like, I love you. Good night. Kiss on the forehead. Mm-hmm. But it's still bedtime. Well, it still just felt really crappy way to end the night yeah. every night. And she was finding herself in trouble every single mm-hmm. night and going through this whole big scream crying in her mm-hmm. room. And I'm like, this is not a healthy way to put yourself to sleep at right. seven years old. Mm-hmm. So we did start. Um, I said, well, maybe part of it is she knows she has us right there, right? Yeah. Like that's the last time I have you for the day. Right. And so she's like, well, I can't leave the room. You can't leave the room until I'm done with all my drama because mm-hmm. you're going to stay here and correct me at least, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I said, what if we say all of our good nights at mm-hmm. downstairs, mm-hmm. they go upstairs and they get 10 minutes to read in their room. Mm-hmm. And then we come in, blow them one more kiss. Like there's no more tucking mm-hmm. in. There's Because they're getting kind of older too where mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe some of this is she's ready for a new bedtime right. routine and doesn't but know how to, sure express how to express that mm-hmm. or doesn't know that that's even an option. Right. So giving her mm-hmm. control in a good way mm-hmm. instead of just taking it away. Right. So we did, and she was a little bothered at first mm-hmm. because her routine right. was rocked, but we just made it like we talked about it outside of the situation mm-hmm. and said, Hey, this is a big kid thing. This is what mommy and daddy do before bed. Mm-hmm. We read for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And so it's been amazing because wow. there's no, she doesn't have us trapped. Wow. Like they say goodnight, hugs, kisses, all the right. things downstairs. Sometimes right. we read before that, like Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And they go up. The other thing she was doing was refusing to say goodnight to Julia. Oh. Which we were like, okay, you don't have to have any certain really. We don't want to force things that aren't right. natural. But as a family member, mm-hmm. that's a matter of respect. Right. Like. You're, this simple... is not a stranger talking to you and you're uncomfortable with it. You, you sister you is saying acknowledge... good night and I love <laughs> right. you. Like to where Julia will even tell us, like if she forgets, she'll tell us to tell Ju- Vanessa good night. Like right. she, it's really important to her. So I said, okay, here's the thing. You don't have to feel the same way about saying good night to your sister, but it is respectful to say good night when someone says good night to you, right. especially when that person is your family member that you love. That's mm-hmm. not how we treat each other. Mm-hmm. So we did, you know, but that eliminated that because now that's all happening downstairs gotcha. and not this nice. like at the moment nice. control thing that yes. she was doing. So yes, I feel very good about that. Good for you. We are not having scream crying at bedtime it's anymore. very interesting to me. And I try to keep this in mind, just 
if something's not working, especially with a routine, just, it just often means you need to mix it up. Yeah. You need to change the order. Mm -hmm. You need to change the place. Mm -hmm. It just, I have just noticed that again and again, and I try to remember Mm -hmm. that and it really can work wonder. So good for you. that's, That's been good. I've been trying to just keep in mind of, um, to respond versus react. Mm. I'm a very hot blooded individual and I react for better yeah. or worse often and quickly mm-hmm. and I'm decisive. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's a bad thing in mm. parenting because you are too reactionary and too decisive mm-hmm. and you might feel bad about your mm-hmm. decision later <laughs> on. Um, so I've been trying to respond versus react. And even cause, cause to me it felt like if I didn't I feel like as a new parent, it felt like if I didn't react immediately and swiftly and mm-hmm. with, you know, mm-hmm. some amount of hell fury mm-hmm. that that meant they were getting away with the mm. thing. Or instead like this of behavior saying, would pers- persist forever. Yes. Instead of saying, I didn't like that and that is not acceptable in this house and I am going to go think about it. Mm-hmm. You may spend some time in your room or even you may carry on with whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and giving a thoughtful consequence or a thoughtful talk Uh about it later. So like the other morning, um, Vanessa had lied about jeans. Mm -hmm. She didn't want to put her jeans on. She told me no jeans were clean, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. I had just bought her jeans. Uh I knew that this was a Uh falsehood. So I said to her, it was a whole big thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. I did stay calm, but I went upstairs and saw that in fact she did have jeans. Mm -hmm. And I said, here's the thing. I just bought you jeans and we don't lie to each other in this house. Mm -hmm. And that has now wasted a lot of my time this morning figuring out the jean situation Mm -hmm. because, and I don't like playing that game. So I will, I hope you have an amazing day at school and I will think of a consequence Mm -hmm. to make up that time when you get home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was crazy because I stayed calm. She Mm -hmm. did not lose her mind at the moment. She wasn't Mm -hmm. super happy, but there was no emo Mm -hmm. tears. We get a wailing when mm. there's, it's like a, it's a wailing gotcha. um, that grates on your nerves, like <laughs> nothing in else. that particular way. So she did not do that. She wasn't happy about the jeans, but she was, she mm-hmm. kept it together. And when she got home, she, I was in my room folding laundry. She, I had had her clean the baseboards with the baby wipe and just mm-hmm. the bathroom downstairs and the mm-hmm. dining room. They hate the baseboards. That's, mm-hmm. that's a key. <laughs> Keep that one in your back pocket. Um, so I said, you, you'll need to do that when you get home. And I said it in the car on purpose uh-huh. so that I would have to like, Right. Not get confrontational with her. Yeah. Um, And so I said, uh, not even looking at her in the rearview mirror, Mm -hmm. when we get home, after you've done that, you'll need to take care of that because that's a job that I need done. And I wasted a lot of time on the Mm -hmm. jeans thing this morning. Mm -hmm. And at first it was like, oh, crap. She remembered. Like you could see she was like, but she did it with zero complaining. Wow. Wrote me a sorry note. Wow. And brought it upstairs. Wow. And this is, mind you, this was like weeks of this struggle of lying and then the, the cycle of lying gotcha. and being sneaky and then the drama when we're caught right. and right. it was like and it was like I needed to break the cycle as How the adult interesting and I needed to remind myself of that like mm-hmm. when you they will keep pushing the boundary until mm-hmm. you yes put a stop to it but until you show them that you're actually in control of yourself and the situation mm-hmm. they don't feel better mm-hmm. that boundary doesn't feel like a clear boundary because you've right. like they've been able to upset you and that's unsettling for right. kids you know well and I think too that 
you can end up getting in this cycle Mm -hmm. where you're giving them that negative attention yeah, and they don't realize they're doing it. They're just fiending for them that negative attention and they're acting out, not even, not because they don't know the rules, not because they really want to, but then they're just seeking that Mm -hmm. and it gets them into like a spiral. And she's one just personality wise and where she's at developmentally, where she's really kind of thriving off drama in general, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. her own and other people's. And Mm -hmm. I'm just feeding it. And it's like, Okay, stop and do that. So I feel like that was a major, a major win. (laughs) Nice. Okay. So what are some struggles you're having? Mm, Okay. I mean, we've kind of been talking about them throughout, but what are, what are some particular things you could maybe use help with? One thing that I find difficult, um, are these kind of what I sometimes see as like two conflicting parenting philosophies. Mm -hmm. So the one is, having firm boundaries. Mm -hmm. And like I said, kids need firm boundaries, both just for raising adults Mm -hmm. and to show them that you love them um, so that they feel secure. So there's that. And, you know, we try to have, these are the rules and boundaries and stick to those. But then there's this other parenting philosophy about choose your battles. Mm -hmm. And so I find myself in situations where I'm like, is this a firm boundaries or is this a choose your battles? Is this firm boundaries? Choose your battles. And I just feel stuck and I want to make the quote unquote right choice. Right. And I don't know what it is. Right. So I, I'm kind of blanking on certain situations. Um, let me think. Well, the other day we got home from school and the boys wanted to go play in the backyard. Mm -hmm. It has been raining. So it's kind of muddy Mm -hmm. in the backyard. And I just said, no, I really don't want you to play Mm -hmm. out there. It's too muddy we're going to go do it anyway. I mean, just a very, mm-hmm. in like a very defiant yeah. way. Yeah. Um, Not even like a please negotiation, yeah. a defiance part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just stuck mm-hmm. because it was, I mean, they're asking to play outside. Mm-hmm. They could get some energy out. Mm-hmm. Maybe that would be a good thing versus I said, no, I don't want you to right. do it because the house will probably get dirtier and stuff. So I was just really stuck. Mm. What ended up um, happening, they went out there anyway. I decided it was a choose your battle situation and they did. They played for like 30 minutes Mm -hmm. and they, and I did ask them then stay just on the grass, not in the mud, Mm -hmm. which they did a good job of doing. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if then I, you know, Mm -hmm. then they, they learned to disregarded something that I said. Yeah. So I, I find that very yeah. difficult. So I feel like things like that mm-hmm. will kind of come up or where maybe, and maybe it's kind of like you were saying where you just need a minute yeah. where it's like, just, let me think about that while you get yourself a snack. Yeah, exactly. But like it, in the pot where I react negatively, like, no, mm-hmm. you might react. You said no, but maybe, you know what I'm maybe saying? I like, could, maybe I could yeah. have said yes, kind of where right. it's just, or you uh, could take a minute and be like, I'm going to say no, they're not going to like it. And you're mm-hmm. thinking to yourself, like, maybe I can, I'm going to the... stick to it because this is right. about them right. listening to me, not about playing outside. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And maybe the thing that I will do to distract them, like let's get right. set up here or right. something. I think it's just hard, especially when they're just like asking, 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 mm-hmm. especially in that. It wears af- you down. Yeah. That after school where I am trying, I'm wanting to think about dinner and mm-hmm. all the things that need to be done. Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of restless and are just wanting to really relax and do whatever they want after school. So I do find that, um, yeah, that just kind of challenging. Um, just kind of like I mentioned, not wanting to inadvertently give negative attention to accidentally encourage Mm -hmm. the same behaviors. And so, yeah, just thinking about that, whether it's, um, 
just something that they get into together and mm-hmm. just ignoring it and just letting them work it out versus mm-hmm. getting involved. And then am I encouraging that squabbling and yeah. bickering yeah. because I'm getting involved in that way? So trying, trying to be conscious of that. Um, having the, I feel like we have pretty strict household in terms of language. Mm-hmm. Um, I just grew up in a house where we didn't we had like very very mild language Mm -hmm. and so I really like that but so we don't like we don't even allow the word but Mm -hmm. it's bottom we don't allow stupid Mm -hmm. um we even we don't even say fart we say (laughs) we say toot (laughs) (laughs) which that hasn't seemed to be one that they really say that much but so then if they're sometimes using those words Mm -hmm. it that is like a difficult one where it it doesn't seem severe, like put you in your room, but at the same time, do you acknowledge it? That kind of seems like they're wanting attention or do you just ignore it? But then is that letting them get away with it? I feel like that's kind of a, that's kind of a tricky one. Yeah. I feel like all of those, all of those like, Sounds like maybe a, I don't know if you're asking for any advice, oh, but I'm giving my. Oh, I am my- <laughs> here listening. No, but all of them sound like maybe in your head, you you don't quite know what your deal breakers are yet. Mm. And then as yeah. a consequence, they don't. Right. And you and Chris might not feel like the same about the same right. deal breakers. And then also what that looks like. Like mm-hmm. if, if disrespect is a deal breaker, what does it look like to be disrespectful? Mm-hmm. Is listening the first time just, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like for you personally and the, the good part is you can decide all of right. that, but maybe, a, and I feel like it's something that needs to be revisited constantly, like mm-hmm. to like at this age with what we're working on right now, mm-hmm. what are the hills that like mm-hmm. every time I'm going to consistently die mm-hmm. on so that they stop testing that boundary. Right. Like this, re- like if language really bothers you, okay, uh-huh. well then every time right. the this same thing, the I, I think that's the thing. It doesn't matter what you pick for rules or consequences or incentives or whatever, as long as they're enforced consistently. Mm-hmm. And I that's where right. I feel like unless they are, they just keep pushing it because right. they want that. Like, no, I really want to know where the line is, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Yeah. And you're you can pro- decide where right. the line is. But yeah. You're probably right. Um, Another thing that is challenging is they will, they love to play together and they can just play together and amp each other up Mm -hmm. to where they get so silly. Mm -hmm. They, they cannot physically hear us or do anything. They're like drunk. (laughs) Yes. They're like drunk, silly. Right. And on the one hand, I love that they love being together. Yeah. I love that they can, I just hope they have memories of just laughing and right. rolling around right. together. But at the same time, sometimes that's happening around bedtime mm-hmm. or out in public, mm-hmm. just at these times where it's not appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, or bothers you personally. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's difficult um, because once they get in that state, I feel like we have very it's few far tools yeah. <laughs> other than just ignoring them yeah. in public. That's, you know, it's just like a removal from the situation. Right. Um, but yeah, if that happens, you know, during the bedtime routine, during when we really need to get them to do something, it is very, very difficult to bring them back down. Mm-hmm. And so just how kind of how to handle mm-hmm. that being stern doesn't mm-hmm. seem to have any well, effect especially at that point. Cause they're exactly. Too far. Exactly. I think like uh, something I really had to like figure out with kids because I had such like in school, it was like such strict routine and it, it was just different, right? Mm-hmm. You aren't, you aren't around them for so much unstructured mm-hmm. time. Like you are as a parent. Mm-hmm. I had to really realize that 
part of teaching them behavior Mm -hmm. beyond just consequences and, you know, rewards and punishments Mm -hmm. is like teaching them self-control. Yeah. Teaching them like Mm -hmm. anything you want a kid to eventually be able to do, you need to actually teach them. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to need help managing Mm -hmm. those emotions Mm -hmm. and like you heading things off at the past. Like, right we're not going to do that right now because it's going to lead to this right. and this and we're in public and right. you know, but right. that that's again, something where you kind of need to set down and say, okay, like where's the line where they're too far gone and right. it's too late. Right. Or if they can't handle that thing, maybe that thing they don't get to do mm-hmm. until like you don't wrestle at all in public or you mm-hmm. keep your hands to yourself in mm-hmm. public or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's hard because it's like a good emotion, but right. it, I can even find myself super triggered when I hear the girls upstairs I can tell they're like wrestling or touching mm-hmm. each other in mm-hmm. some way, mm-hmm. but I can hear the laughter switch to uh-huh. like someone is kind of hurting someone right. else or it's getting yes. to that kind of manic yeah. place. You can, you can tell where it's about yeah. to, because it eventually crashes it does. and burns. It does every time. <laughs> and so like trying to let it go to a point, but uh-huh. knowing where that point is, is right. really tricky. Right. It's very hard. And it's yeah. just very hard to manage. Yeah. Because once they're into it, they don't want to stop. Yeah. You know, and then they're kind of already in the point, like at the point where they're not in a mood as much to listen or right. obey. And they or... probably are also tired and or hungry and or bored. Right. So it's like, this right. is like, okay, gird your loins. I'm exactly. going to go put a stop yes. to this. It's and like the, not perfect, the perfect storm. Yeah. So yeah, I would say that those, those are probably what our struggles are okay. right now. Okay. Um, so I, <laughs> I'm going to start with the big old parenting fail just from yesterday. Oh, okay. So speaking of the, the re- respond versus react. Okay. Yes. One thing that is, it is such a pet peeve of mine. It was as a teacher. It is as definitely as a parent is all of the little crap they bring home from school. Oh my gosh. The candy slash reward slash treasure box. And I think we've talked about this on the show before, but this week they have a fun run coming up mm-hmm. and they're earning like incremental prizes along the way. Like mm-hmm. as they, as they reach certain dollar amounts mm-hmm. of donations, which it's all organized by an outside source, which is great for teachers. It's yeah. I get why they do right, what right. they do. And they've raised a great amount of money and it's awesome. Like mm-hmm. schools need that. Yes. I will write you the biggest check oh, yes, of any too. parent if you quit sending that crap home with me my kids. Too. So I was already in a mood yesterday, super tired. It had mm-hmm. been a long weekend. Um, I went to go pick them up and they had these invisible ink pens. Well, I didn't even know they were invisible ink, number right. one. They had right. these pens that had a light right. on them. So they're in the back seat. And Vanessa, first of all, like, I'm pretty strict about car rules. Mm-hmm. Like, you are not allowed to yell in the car. You are not allowed to get to, you keep your hands to yourself because mm-hmm. it turns into a big distraction mm-hmm. and that's not safe. Totally. So we've had lots of talk about that. So they're they're in the back seat and I just hear tussling, mm-hmm. you know, just the tussle. Yes. And I know they're going to give each other looks and annoy each other. So I try to let some of that go. Right. And then I hear, um, Vanessa, Julia's writing on her pants with the pen. And she's like, no, I'm not. And it turns into this big thing, right? right. Before I even know that it's an invisible oh ink my pen. Gosh. So I reach my crazy mom <laughs> hand back and I'm like, give me the pen. And I chuck it out the window. <laughs> you chucked it out, I chucked the window? it out the window. I was so, it was that like, number amazing. one, it was like fight number five over amazing. stupid crap yes. that week. It's oh just, we've gosh. been on a stupid crap kick. <laughs> There's stupid crap left strewn about. I'm I'm over the stupid crap. Oh my gosh. And so out the window. I just chucked it out the window. <laughs> Not my finest moment. And then I was just like, 
Because oh then the gosh. other thing is, Vanessa had like four prizes and Julia had one because oh. one grandparent had donated to one, but uh-huh. for both of them. Uh-huh. Right. Well, right. the way. Oh, yes. So trying to explain that. Right. Oh so my I gosh. said, when we get home, you are going to put all of the prizes on my desk. And when the fun run is over, uh-huh. we will figure out a fair way to share because those yep. are not just yours. Mm-hmm. They are both of yours. Mm-hmm. Julia. I am sorry for throwing your pen out the window. <laughs> I probably should have given you another chance, but that fighting in the car is not okay with me. I cannot stand it. So like that is a parenting struggle that oh. all of the stupid crap, which tends to be the things they fight over yes. tends to be the things that they are upset that they can't find. Mm-hmm. Like I can't. Oh, yeah. I, can't. I, I recently did a roundup of three baskets worth and I feel like we oh, are pretty good yeah, about managing yeah. toys and I found three baskets worth and I am going to go through it and get rid of 80% of it. Yes. I might keep a couple of things to yes. rotate in and out, but yes, that's stuff And I've is tried the to worst. even give them like a treasure box in their room uh-huh. because those are the things they're like real possessive right. over. So right. like you can keep that in your room, but if I find it around right. the house, I'm taking I'm it and it's it going the in the trash because I've made it real clear that that is trash. Right. <laughs> so if you treasure it, go treat it like treasure. So oh that is, gosh. I'm not real proud of that, but I'm sure That's some other moms can relate. That's amazing. Yeah. We have just struggled with um, the drama and the lying and stuff like I've talked about. And I think we're getting a handle on that as I learn to mm-hmm. respond more positively, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find myself just they're they're at an age where the behaviors are not so much like naughty or over the top is just like real annoying. Mm. Like that's just real annoying. That mm-hmm. noise is real annoying. Mm-hmm. That pen is real annoying. Mm-hmm. Lots mm-hmm. of little bickering over nonsense. Yeah. Like I'm finding myself just like low level irritated uh-huh. all the time. Uh-huh. And so I'm trying to find ways to, yeah, just like finding those times of day that are really irritating, like after mm-hmm. school and being like, hey, we're going to grab a snack for the road and we're going to Target because mm-hmm. it just changes. It the, up. Yes. Somehow changing it because it just, <laughs> there's a lot of grating on the nerves lately. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. That's kind of where we're at. Okay. What do you what do you what do you do when you're annoyed? Give me your advice about being annoyed. I feel like I'm Ooh. number one more easily annoyed than you. But yeah. when you find yourself there. <laughs> Gosh, that's like such a great, such a great question. What do I even do? I mean, honestly, and um this comes into one of the resources that I'm gonna talk about. I I'm trying to ignore. Yeah. As much as possible. And And to use that as a solution, not just like, I'm just not dealing with it. Right. Like, I tell yourself actively, this is how I'm handling it. And, and then maybe it's, you know, going into a different room, Mm -hmm. folding some laundry, Mm -hmm. almost if I can be productive in some way, that really helps me. I can do nothing about that over there, but I can do something about it. I can at least be, because sometimes what's so frustrating to me is I'm trying to do so many things Mm -hmm. and then the constant asking for things or the fighting or Mm -hmm. the whatever is preventing me from getting things done. So if I can kind of get something done, that kind of helps me. Um, Honestly, one of my like weapons that I will bring out (laughs) that I have to remind myself if I put on an audiobook or a podcast Mm -hmm. it is really incredible like whatever mood they're in I just they really enjoy that I feel like it just calms them down they will usually both like stop listen we actually had that this morning where oh they got into something I think then they were arguing over which podcast we would listen to Mm. um and so anyway I finally 
one of them had gone off to sulk in the room. The other one was out <laughs> and crying about it because there was a hitting situation. Uh-huh. So I put on the podcast Within 15 minutes, they had just both wandered into the living room. They were sitting, holding each other oh, in a chair together, so just sweet. listening like two little twin foxes. Oh, I mean, that's cute. so anyway, that's a good yeah, one. something to kind of just change up yeah. the mood, I guess. I feel like I need to get back to doing that in the car, too, because mm, the car has yes. become this like oh, irritating yeah. place. Give lately. them something, something uh-huh. else to focus on. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe that they kind of have to be quiet. Right because you won't hear it otherwise. I've got a couple of podcasts that they have just loved that I'll just share here. I would share off the air, but our listeners might want to know too. Um, One is called um, Young Ben Franklin. Maybe I mentioned mentioned these on our um, year-end wrap-up, but anyway, it is basically about Ben Franklin, but as, you know, I don't know, he's like 10 or 11 Mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. Anyway, and it was like a seven-part and so they were pretty good uh, length episodes mm-hmm. and just really engaging. Um, and I just like that they followed the story mm-hmm. along. And then the other one was is called Becoming Mother Nature. Oh, and it's a similar thing where it's okay. like seven or eight part series. Anyway, and we'll like listen to those again and again. Mm-hmm. I don't get tired of them, probably mostly because mm-hmm. it makes my children calm. So it's just like, Yeah, it's you like know, if anything. I can just get home without you yes. bickering over a light pen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. it is not the first thing I've chucked out a window. By the way, it's so amazing! I chucked a whole water bottle out the you window. You did, once. yeah. Wow! Because Julia was not oh my listening gosh. to me about it. She was pouring it everywhere, <laughs> and it's just water. Again, should have right. left it alone. But for me, at the moment, we were having a major like not listening. It. Yeah, this was she was way littler, <laughs> and I said. I I even warned her that time because I was so I like, I got to do something dramatic because she loved that water bottle. Oh my gosh. I chucked a whole Camelback water bottle out the window <laughs> and I'm not sorry. Oh my gosh. Was it so satisfying <laughs> it in the moment? It was because it's like, it gets that urge to do something drastic out without also being violent. <laughs> right? <laughs> like just, nope. It's going out the window. And I mean, the shock value is pretty amazing. I'm sure. And really, I mean, you chuck one or two things out the window, they learn to quit fighting over things in the car because you will send it out the window. I just like picturing what another car is like. They're like, whoa, what is happening? I did make sure. I checked the rear view mirror. That's good. Or I'm just thinking of, yeah, the poor guy walking down Uh the sidewalk and here comes this kid's camel back at full force. I just... I did. Another friend said that her son had gotten some like ninja sword, like a blow up sword and kept bopping her with it while she was driving. Oh, that's And she said, do that again and see what happens. (laughs) And she took it and chucked it out the window. (laughs) I feel like. Let us know, listeners, what you have chucked out the window. I think that just my environmental guilt, I couldn't (laughs) do it, but I love it. I love it. I respect and understand yeah, you I'm going to appreciate that vicariously <laughs> for sure. I mean, that is why we have no balls, no balloons in the car. Oh, oh gosh. that annoying stuff. Just oh, make that gosh. a rule, friends. If yes. you don't already have that rule, Nip that in the bud. I even have them put their backpacks in the trunk now because they'll be digging uh-huh. through it for something that uh-huh. they want to show that some friend gave them and right. it becomes a big thing mm-hmm. or like trying to show me things as I'm driving. Right. I'm like, yeah. no, just no. put it in the back. I cannot <laughs> with that right now. I deal with it. So. I'm not proud, but it is effective. <laughs> like just like as a last resort, yeah. if you got to pull it out. When in doubt, chuck it out the window. <laughs>
Okay. So how about any resources besides checking things out the window that you have found helpful? A maybe a more grown up approach. Yes. Um, I will say first of all, just talking honestly with friends about yes. it. I mean, this Laughing is just about checking things out validating the and helpful. And I think, you know, like just getting that other perspective, like someone that's going to be really thoughtful that maybe you have a similar parenting style mm-hmm. or like the way that they're doing things mm-hmm. that it is just when you're so in it, it just feels so confusing yes. and difficult. But and isolating. Yes. But someone else, I think, first of all, just so validating that, oh, yeah, we're experiencing that too. And mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I'm I'm not a terrible they're n- mom. And they're not psychos. And, yeah. And they're yeah. not terrible kids. <laughs> yeah. They're just doing normal yeah. things. That's just very validating. And then they might have techniques that they're doing that are helpful or just, yeah, getting that outside yeah. perspective. I always find, too, that I will... I will want to sometimes vent to and or get suggestions from Jeremiah. Uh-huh. And sometimes that, it, yes, there's there's obviously we should be communicating about mm-hmm. our parenting. But what I really need at that moment is like another mom like mm-hmm. me. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to get him to empathize the way I right. I feel. And he's just not in the same boat. Right. Right. Just from even like our daily responsibilities. Right. Exactly. And then he, I'm talking about his kids. Mm-hmm. So sometimes he gets a little bit like defensive. Right. Like, like, well, they're just you, being did this. Did you give him a chance? Yeah. To or like <laughs> their, that particular behavior, he may relate to more right. or not be able to like, so right. he feels like a little bit protective mm-hmm. or defensive of them. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes right. it's like, no, I need to just call my best friend about yeah. this. Actually. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so a few others. So one, this is so interesting. I heard about this book. I have it right here. It is called Ignore It. I feel Ooh, like I was going to maybe recommend, recommend <laughs> this to you. Book. It has a girl on the front that oh, she looks like she's trying man. to be real annoying. I want to pull that tongue a little bit. That's she's right. sticking her tongue out you, at, well, at a parent. Just, you just got to ignore it, Erica. So what's funny about this is I, I think that I heard this author speak on a podcast. I, it maybe was the am writing podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm only just now getting this book and I probably heard her over a year ago, but just her describing, she was mostly talking about her writing process, but mm-hmm. just kind of describing that basically she is, um, I think a child counselor, mm-hmm. she does parenting coaches and stuff. And she just basically was saying, well, in just in my work, I have seen that, it can be really effective to just ignore like a lot of these little annoying things. Mm -hmm. Just hearing her say that just kind of gave me that permission. I feel like I've been kind of using it as a tactic. Yeah, because it feels like a non-strategy. Exactly. And definitely there's a a way to do it that is just avoidance. Right. And there's a way to do it that's strategically do it. But yeah, it always feels like they're getting away with it to me. And it's like, no, that's actually... A strategy. Mm-hmm. You're being the grown up. Mm-hmm. You're saying, I mm-hmm. am not even engaging I'm this. I'm not even going to acknowledge. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I'm only just now reading okay, it. Okay. I need it. But I'm excited to see what she has to say. It's, it's Ignore It by Catherine Perlman. Perlman. Okay. Yep. And we will link to it in the show I notes. I need it. Um, so, some other books that I don't know if I, only a few of them I've read all of, but I've liked the parts that I have read Parenting with Love and Logic, which mm-hmm. I think you recommended mm-hmm. to me. Um, how to talk so little kids will listen Mm -hmm. and then um, how to be a happier parent which I did read the whole book that was by KJ Delantonia 
And all of those, I really like the philosophy of and just feels comforting to read. And I feel like I gleaned little bits. Um, I will say what I have realized, I have aspirations and interest in reading more parenting books. Mm -hmm. But as it turns out, at the end of the day, when I'm it's the off last the thing clock, you want to do. I don't want to read about being a better parent. Me too. I reach for it in desperation or yeah. I reach for it and look up topics. Right. But it is yeah. hard to want to. So I think I think what I would like to do is these are books that I need to buy because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like library only. But yes. these are where I just need to read a chapter at a time yes. when I'm feeling motivated or, yes, turn to that particular. What should I do about mm-hmm. this? Exactly. So I think maybe I will um, do that. I will also say um, during my, when I go see my counselor, just Mm -hmm. talking about the parenting and just like, this is so frustrating. It's a big part Um, of your life right now. Yeah, exactly. And I just feel like she'll just give me perspective. um, And also sometimes just, you know, say things, you know, it's okay that you're not catering to their every need. Sometimes you just have to do things for you and just reminding me like getting dinner ready and not being able to do everything that they're asking or demanding of me it's not being a bad mom yeah that's also (laughs) taking care of them right so that's really really helpful um something that i am very excited about um chris and i are actually going to go see a parenting coach oh nice i hope it's everything that i'm hoping Mm -hmm. it will be i have just found kind of like i said I want to read parenting books, but can't seem to get all the way through Mm -hmm. them. And I just find the way that I learn best and what I want to do is Mm -hmm. I want to tell someone my specific situation Mm -hmm. and then I want to get tailored advice. I want to know that it's coming from someone that knows what they're doing, that it's, you know, Mm evidence-based, just kind of all of these things. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm just, I'm really excited about that. I don't think that any of my children, like my children's behavior is totally normal. Right. Like right. we're not having tools. Yeah. And I think too, I could also just use honestly some validation mm-hmm. probably like, mm-hmm. yeah, that this is totally normal behavior. Mm-hmm. I think every time I read a parenting book and they describe, you know, yep. Testing boundaries. Mm-hmm. It just calms me down. It does. It really know? does. Cause it's like, Oh, this is totally normal. Yeah. Instead of being like, Oh my gosh, they're yep. going to be Yep. They're going to be crazy. They're going to be savages. This this, like need to fix it right now, right? Exactly. Because I find that I can get into, and then I'm like harping on them every single thing. Yep. And that doesn't work for me. It doesn't work (laughs) for them. And I think just, I like really need to know what, like given my children, like Mm -hmm. what is, what are the really reasonable expectations? Mm -hmm. I want to have a high expectations of them, but I also you know, if, if I'm not being reasonable, mm-hmm. then it just means I'm getting frustrated at right. them all the time. Right. So anyway, Chris and I have that coming up. And so anyway, I'm really hoping that's going to be helpful. So, nice. so helpful just to even set aside that time. Like, yeah. Hey, we're going to equip ourselves and yeah. like pour into ourselves mm-hmm. as parents mm-hmm. and not, cause I feel like parenting, one of the hard things is it's just so kid focused. Mm-hmm. So you feel like, well, I mean, I am a human being right. and like I, this yeah. is draining, you know, right. and so exactly. to, to take that time aside is really good. Mm-hmm. Good for you guys. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, okay. This is kind of random. I will say go back and watch Super Nanny, <gasps> Joe Frost. I love that show. She is like goals to me. So that is good. like, she is no nonsense mm-hmm. and she, she's Calm. a parenting coach basically, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. will go into houses with their specific situation. And I don't know. I know she has some, 
some online presence still mm-hmm. and some materials, but mm-hmm. I think the show is done, yeah. but go back on Netflix or whatever nice. and find it. It, it is so, so good. Yeah. And I feel like I watched that show and loved it well before I had kids yeah. like as a teacher and yeah. as like, I'm just kind of fascinated by yeah, like this topic. Mm-hmm. So I, I would highly recommend her show. I have found the mom hour podcast. I know we talk about yeah. them all the time, but they um, more specifically focus on parenting Mm -hmm. and they have a range of kids from like five to 21 Mm -hmm. I think now Mm -hmm. and so their perspective is just so helpful Mm -hmm. I think they're very different people they're in Mm -hmm. different parts of the country even and had kids at different ages Mm -hmm. but I just I always find myself encouraged listening to them and like validated yeah very real but really practical solutions and ideas Mm -hmm. and just yeah they just had a recent episode it wasn't even necessarily mom focused, but it was um, on grumpiness. Mm, I and listened like, to that one too. I so liked that. Good. It's really helpful for parenting to think about like, yeah. what is just, are you what, actually what having a big problem here? Or are you just grumpy? Mm-hmm. And how can you work around that? Mm-hmm. Um, some books that it's funny that you mentioned that you just had to buy. Cause I checked out parenting with love and logic mm-hmm. um, probably two times from the library uh-huh. and never felt like reading it. Uh-huh. Cause Oh, lovely escapist novel exactly or parenting with love and logic no exactly. i want a parent with zero love and logic exactly. i'm irritated with exactly. them it is bedtime you, like, know what, you know what i've said too are my children reading about how to be better children <laughs> no they are not no they are not <laughs> it is it's just something you don't feel like reading unless you really are in the mood or really need some tools yeah. and so i did i just bought it because i'm like nice. this is stupid yep. i'm never going to read it from totally. the library um other ones that I have bought and loved are The Happiest Toddler in the Block on the Block when my kids were littler, mm-hmm. How to Eliminate Tantrums and Raise a Patient, Respectful, Cooperative One to Four Year Old. Now, I cannot guarantee all of those things. <laughs> yes. But it was super we'll helpful. Give you some tools. Yeah, because toddlers are another Whoa, they're a whole other beast. Toddler moms, if you are listening at the moment, hang in there. Cheers to you. Yes. Cheers to you. It is crazy and they are psycho and right. it's it will get better. Yes. Um and then peaceful parent, happy kids. Mm. This one I found particularly helpful because like you said, having to kind of connect on your personality and parenting mm-hmm. style. Mm-hmm. If someone is v- too fluffy for me mm-hmm. as a parenting expert, right. I'm like, well, I mean, right. I'm sorry, but I'm not that mom on a good day. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's just not how it wouldn't be natural to me. Right. So this one I felt like was really good at meeting me where I'm at, which is a hot-blooded, fiery <laughs> strict kind of mom mm-hmm. and gently guiding me the other gotcha. way like yeah you're right your kid is being a jerk right now here's how to stop yelling at them about right. it like right I need that validation of like yeah this is super frustrating yeah and just explaining to me developmentally where they're at does not yes. necessarily mm-hmm. like make me feel better about mm-hmm. it you need mm-hmm. to like acknowledge that that is super frustrating right you know exactly so I like that one for that those are my recommendations okay those are good Okay, deep breath. I said a lot of words real fast. <sighs> I get fired up just thinking about it. Well, okay. yes. All right. It's a, fire, it's a fiery topic. We would love to hear from you guys on this topic. Seriously. Yes. I mean, there is so much to say. We would love questions, solutions you have to the questions yeah. we have raised. Yep. What's, like, work, what's worked for you? I do think that parenting can be a touchy subject. And mm-hmm. so thank you for allowing us to spout our opinions yes. and um yeah I think it just helps when people can be real and I talk about so it too. so yes 
How about obsessions? Are you obsessed with anything at the moment? I do have an obsession. It is kid related. So it is a book, a series of books. We just have the first one. It is called Bedtime Math. Have you heard of this? That's cute. Oh my gosh. So I actually heard about this before I had children. I heard an interview on NPR with the author. Mm -hmm. And basically she was just saying, you know, we read to our kids every night. Mm-hmm. That just goes without saying. Mm-hmm. We all know that we're supposed to be doing that. Um, that reading to our kids is just so important. We don't have, we don't really have these structured ways of incorporating math mm-hmm. into the everyday. Mm-hmm. And also pointing out that it is so bizarre, and I think this is also just so weird, that as adults, as full-grown adults, you can say, oh, I'm just bad at math. And yeah. just brush it off. Not okay. I, I hate that. Mm-hmm. I do too. Um, and that's just okay to say in our culture. Yeah. Like people don't and to say. to teach our kids that you just don't right. actually have to be good exactly. at that. Exactly. Yeah. You would never say, oh, I'm just bad at reading. Right. You know? Right. Anyway, so these were kind of the thoughts in her head. So she originally started a website. And I think there would be a new post every um, day or week. And it's just kind of describes a little scenario and then gives some word problems, mm-hmm. some math questions. Mm-hmm. And it's just something like to do before bed. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's what this book is. They'll just describe a silly scenario about. I don't know, a cement, like a cement truck, Mm -hmm. you know, filled with cookie dough or Mm -hmm. how to get to the bottom of the ocean. It's not even necessarily lots of numbers in there, just something kind of interesting. And then they'll just have three math questions and it's uh, like wee ones, little ones and big ones. Oh, cool. So it's tailored Mm -hmm. for their different ages. But using the same like scenario. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's cute. Um, And so... I just, I got it when the boys were almost a little bit too, like Dash was even a little bit too young for it, mm-hmm. but we would do some and I would just show him, um, the, the we ones questions are always less than 10 adding and okay. subtracting mm-hmm. always less than 10. And I would just show him like lift up his fingers and show mm-hmm. him and we'd count. Yeah. And I was just so surprised at how much he loved it. Yeah. And I think that was this perception that, oh, math isn't fun. Yeah. And of course he loved it. And so anyway, we'll just do that, you know, every few weeks mm-hmm. and they just love it. They want to, you know, and I love the, the time amount too, because mm-hmm. it's this very like little set. Yeah. Um, we can do three or four. Yeah. Um, and kind of a calming thing to do yeah. before bedtime. Anyway, and it just feels so good for them. I love just their math, like math fluency yeah. that it's giving them yeah. and yeah this is just like a fun a thing natural to do. way to do that I anyway like that. so there's like at least a few of those books i also love to give them as birthday presents oh that is a good birthday mm-hmm. present you are yeah. good at the kids birthday Thank gift you. i like that like that in a couche exactly your closet sure closet of requirement exactly okay i am obsessed with something very less intellectual with the girls, okay. but it's been super cute. So I think I may have mentioned that I really loved Fuller House, like oh. the the new remake of yes. Full House, uh-huh. just from a pure nostalgia. Yeah. But actually they've done some, I, I feel like they've done it well for what it is. Like Good. it could be real bad, right? but they have incorporated it in ways that are definite nods to like the people who watched it as kids, but mm-hmm. that are modern. And I don't yeah. know, I just really like it. So the girls have gotten into it uh-huh. and they are delighted. Aww. Like we will watch. I tell them they can't watch it without me because it, sometimes Aww. it's more like a little more grown up content. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. a PG situation. Mm-hmm. So I just say like, nope, we're going to watch that one together. And Aww. we will watch one or two episodes. Uh-huh. And they're like, there seem to be shorter. They're mm-hmm. like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And they, if you watch their faces, they just <laughs> grin the entire time. Oh, like, I think they I feel like that. it's really grown up, yeah. number one. Yeah, like with real people and yeah. everything. That but the kids in up. it are really entertaining and not mm-hmm. sassy. Mm-hmm. You know how, oh, like, the nice. Disney Channel kids are always sassy yes. to their parents? It's yes. not like that. I've heard about these sassy So there's Disney these children. cute little lessons, much like the original Full uh-huh. House, but uh-huh. not... I, I don't know. It's just been fun to oh. kind of, like, relive... You know, and I know that's why it's doing so yeah, well because our generation really like. And yeah, but how fun to share that with yeah, your girls. Yeah, so it's kind of a fun little that's thing really we've cute. been doing. Jeremiah kind of rolls his eyes at it. So it's <laughs> like a girl's thing gotcha. usually. But okay, how about neighborhood news? Do you have any neighborhood news for me? Mm, I don't have anything to report from over here. Okay, so in our neighborhood, this is a minor thing, but it just so happens that the neighborhood landscaping, mm-hmm. and I have more grass in my neighborhood uh-huh. now. So all of the neighborhood maintenance and the garbage and recycling pickup is all on Monday morning. Oh my gosh. And we are a like outward facing street right. in the neighborhood. Uh-huh. It's like we live in a Transformer movie <laughs> on Monday morning at 6 a.m. All that of the garbage awesome. and recycle truck noises, all of Coming the large by. lawn riding lawnmowers. <laughs> it's by. like, whoa. And now it's been kind of nicer out. So we've had the window open a couple uh-huh. Monday mornings and like I mean that's intense we need to remember to close the week has started it is it's like good morning neighborhood they get started very early uh my parents had commented when they were here last year I think Uh that they were like what is going on on your stream (laughs) sorry so we have it's like being in a transformer taking care of business Uh I like that that's funny Okay, I think that's all we have. We would love to hear from you guys. Thank you so much for listening. You know where you can find us on Instagram. We are High Girls Next Door. And find our Girl Next Door podcast page on Facebook. Our website is girlnextdoorpodcast.com. And we'll definitely link to all the resources we mentioned. And our email address is highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. We would love to hear your parenting questions or solutions to our cries for help. Yes. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Ready for this beast of a topic. <laughs> Grab the tissues. <laughs> Buckle up, friends. Please, thank you so thank you. much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Sorry, I just took that right over. Just, 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 just stepped just right go on for your it. Line. Do you want to record that? I'll, I'll say it.